You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Reach for the star. What's happening? It's your big homie, it's big homie Bell Brown. And unfortunately, Annie's Austin is not sitting next to me right now, but we always gonna give it up to the always authentic Annie's Austin, the vivid voice. This is episode 19. We had Shanice Nicole uh, from Change of Plans inside the building with us. She's doing a lot on the health and wellness front with her business. And we wanted to chop it up with her about some of the inconsistencies and fallacies in health and wellness. We also had a friend of the show, Portia Oaks, um, a known vegetarian. And she put us on game with a lot of the information we needed to know about the courage it takes to take on a challenge such as uh, not having... Uh, having a lesbian diet, as we called it <laughs> during the show. So, tune in. You know what I'm saying? It was very informative. I hope that you walk away with something that you can hold on to. So, thanks you for listening. Uh, thank you for your attention, as always. This is your Big Homies, Big Homie. Stay tuned and stay with it for the money. Wait for them It's the Widdick Committee, young, talented, gifted, black love and politic talk. Not love and hip hop, but it's knowledge we give out. I hope that you can catch it and try to run it back without fumbling the shit we kicked off. It's not for the simple minded, more for the gifted. I give my opinions. Hope you can rebuttal the shit that I kick. If you can't, then be quiet. Take a seat and just try to soak up the wisdom we spilling. Widdick Committee, gotcha. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you, and we gon' talk about it. We not those other fools. This ain't your typical hypocritical dummy news. They do that shit for views. We do this for the youth who come behind us. In the trenches, you'll find us. Giving game in the brains of the youngest to remind them of the greatness inside them. Let them know that they can become whatever they wanna be. Just look at me. I'm a young black lion. And yeah, I'm full of pride. Chilling with my lioness. Product of my environment. Whether it's brown, dirt, green grass, or iron fence, or a picket fence. Don't matter. Long as you get through it. With motivation, dedication, and wittiness Hard work and greediness Even the sky is limitless You wanna know what my definition of witty is Or what witty is? That's what witty committee is Throw up your W's Tell us what's up with you And we gon' talk about it Yeah, we gon' talk about it Throw up your W's Tell us what's up with you And Bell gon' talk about it Anise gon' talk about it I'm sitting next to the always authentic Anise Austin. The Vivid Voice. And we have some special guests in the building today. Very, very close friends of ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have yeah, yeah. Miss Shanice Nicole. Miss. Miss Shanice Nicole, the Hello. owner of Change of Plan. Yes. And we have friend of the show. Friend. Miss Portia Oaks. Portia. Y'all know Portia. Y'all know Portia. Y'all know Portia. Booty. Always shooting. Always shooting in the country. Promo queen. Y'all already know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a very weeded Wednesday. Absolutely. Very weeded Wednesday. So, one of the highlights was we knew we wanted to get Angel in studio. Especially talking about her brand and what she does overall. Thank you, Sister Um. I wanted you to uh, just get off on the foot of how did Change of Plan come into 
to play with you? Um, actually, speaking of Cicely, she's one of the people that helped me bring this idea to fruition. Um, back in 2013, I had just graduated from Auburn. And of course, after college, you're looking for a job and can't hardly find one, mm -hmm. right? of course. But um, I was still in Auburn, paying bills by myself, going broke. Uh, didn't want to come back home, of mm -hmm. course. But all of that was out of my control. I couldn't control what jobs would call me in for an interview. I couldn't control who would say yes after an interview. But I figured out what I could control was me. Mm -hmm. And at that time in my life, I knew I needed to make a change health-wise, mm -hmm. mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. So I said, I have all this free time. I might as well, you yeah. know. And I'm a very self-motivated person. And I knew X, Y would equal Z. Mm -hmm. I knew working out, eating right, would give me some kind of results. It's just a matter of how long it would take me to get there. Mm -hmm. right. So I started out, you know, eating healthier than fast food. I would just make a healthier version at the house mm -hmm. <laughs> instead of buying it in the street. And after my first 20 pounds, I was like, hey. This works. This works. Yeah. And so after a while, you know, your body kind of gets used to it and it plateaus. Mm -hmm. So I would have to change my plans and okay. do something different. And after a while, I lost about maybe 40 pounds. By then, people started noticing. They was like, hey, what you doing? Can you show me what you eating? Blah, blah. And I was like, not everybody loses weight the same way. Yeah. Right. You can't eat what I'm eating and still lose weight like that. Everybody's different. So I said, but what I can do is create a meal plan of food that'll work for you. For you. And Cicely was actually the first person I did that for. So shout out to Cicely. Hey, girl. Hey, Cicely. Thank you for being a supportive black woman to your friend. <laughs> That's what we talking about. So I started out with just creating the meal plans. And of course, with my clients, every once in a while, of course, you have to change your plan. Right. So that's how Change the Plans really got started. Okay, okay. So hey, when um, when people come up to you now and kind of give you their life story as to why things don't work, what's the, the spiel you kind of go into? Like, how, what's the motivating factor to say, hey, it's not as complicated as you think it is? Mm -hmm. Well, that's honestly where I kind of get separated from some of my clients. There's a little disconnect there. Because for most people, it's a lack of motivation. Like they feel like they don't have enough time, which I understand. Everybody's very busy these days. Or eating healthy is too expensive. That's a lie. Or... They don't know no healthy meals to make. I mean, Google is full of recipes. Um, you can just try stuff at the house. And there's even healthier options at all the restaurants and fast food places these days. So in my mind, I hate to say it, but it sounds like a bunch of excuses. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's what it really is. And with the motivation thing, I try to encourage them to find their why. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to lose weight? Because some people, it's just a quick fix. They want to look good for their high school reunion, their wedding, this, that, and the other. But after that, you balloon back up to whatever weight you were at. Mm. I think and that is a, a, a wonderful way to center people into being more cognizant of their health. Because everybody has reasons for why they want to lose weight or why they... Um, Product placement. Want to get more healthy. 
Y'all need to hop down and exchange a plan. Find out what detox is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a lot of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Change, I think that is, as I was saying, I think that is a great way to to kind of motivate yourself once you identify why. Because, you know, once you identify why, then how then becomes, you know, the the easier. So, let me ask, what was your why? And what was your why, Portia? Because Portia... I was, I was going, this is a different avenue. Because, you know, Portia cut off a lot. <laughs> Portia be... Well, that's Portia, not, got a, Portia had a whole lesbian diet. Okay, I would just... <laughs> no meat. <laughs> no meat. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I, I I ain't no meat. I ain't no meat around here. Uh, I mean, well, I, just, I don't know. I'm always having to have me some meat. I'm always finger licking. I'm always having to have me a little meat. But, uh, I'd, I'd like to know for the both of y'all because if y'all don't follow Portia, Portia be out here every. I'm talking about her. Her timeline is hey, she gonna tag you. Hey. This is what I'm doing. I'm right going to be a doozo clap. Bring your ass. She's going to tell you that you can meet her at this location. And and it just seems like, seem like every time I see Portia, she bring her ass. Her ass is just big because... It be with her. It be with her. <laughs> it ain't on her. It be, it with, be with her. You know what I'm saying? She, the bitch got a whole different area code. <laughs> <laughs> to go down this road to getting healthier like was this a cosmetic decision was this just a a decision you made because you felt like it was time like what did that coming into that why look like for you both of y'all anybody could jump in double dutch hey <laughs> so, um, for me personally um it's very close to my heart. Um, Bear knows. Anybody who's close to me know. Um, my mom passed in 2008. Mm -hmm. um, since I can remember, my mom has always been obese. Even my family, um, for the most part, are obese. They have high blood pressure, diabetes, um, clogged arteries. My dad had an open heart surgery a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. So um, it's more so knowing that as a woman, especially as a black woman, we are, I think, uh, number one killer is heart disease. Say that, Portia. So, me having a child, a little big, smart mouth, little boy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, it just motivated me because I know that feeling of not having my mother. Yes. I know that feeling. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling of losing somebody because of something that's preventable. Right. So that was my why. That is still my why. There are moments where I slip up, I get comfortable, I get complacent, I get lazy. However, I do not stop. I went from 250 pounds down to 163, ballooned back up to 240. I'm currently at 200 and have kept over 40 pounds off of the past two years. And like Bear said, I am meatless. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no meat. Baby, I gotta learn how to work with me because I always have to have it. Hey, meat. What you got going on? What you got going on, baby? I'm telling 
<laughs> Shoot. The color purple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, generally that's my why. It's more so me taking care of myself because of my love for others. My love for my son, my love for my family, my love for my friends because I want to give them the best version of me. Yeah. I'm not going to half-ass I give my son you could never uh, <laughs> I'm sorry y'all I'm sorry y'all I swear I can never give my son a less of me purposely knowing that there's something that I can do to be a better version like yesterday we was out lost the field running playing at 250 uh-uh uh-uh mm -hmm. nobody right <laughs> yeah so yeah that's, that's my why that's true um, for me, it started out as just, I need to do something. I was stuck in a very dark, depressing place. And I was like, I, I really need to get up out of here. And so that was my motivation to get healthier. Um, and then after I started seeing the changes, that's when it became somewhat cosmetic. Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't look like this until maybe like 2016. So I spent my entire life pretty much my entire life being obese. I weighed over 350 pounds at my heaviest. And so I was very motivated because, you know, being that weight for my entire life, of course it was low self-esteem, right. not a whole lot of confidence, didn't like the way I looked. Um, so I decided to try to change it. You know, a lot of people out here, they run and go get cosmetic surgery this, right. that, and the other to change the way they look. And I said, I can do something about it first before I run and try to do all that extra stuff. And then after a while, it became, it went from being cosmetic to something, I want to say spiritual, yeah. actually, because I was starting to see the the more different changes that came about from eating healthier, losing weight, because I actually just felt better. Yeah. After a while. That's dope. So, yeah. I think that that's one of the things that um, we don't really we try to skip around that that element of losing weight or you know growing from one area of of weight and a bunch of numbers and then going down to another set of numbers. I think we try to dance around the fact that society doesn't treat you a little different or people don't look at you a little different or you're at that time you don't start looking at yourself different because you weigh a certain way you know i think we need to be able to call a thing a thing and say hey when you are smaller people do treat you bit treat you better treat you differently um and you are also open more to more opportunities because the world is not meant for fat people Unfortunately. The world is not meant for fat people. There are a lot of things that you can't do as an obese person. There are a lot of things and opportunities that are closed in front of you because they can't manage to, they can't hold your weight capacity. You know, it's a lot of things that, a lot of doors open for you when you're smaller. Now that may seem shallow. It's hurtful. It's, it's hurtful. It's hurts. What? Well, I know it hurts. Because you... You, we connected. We connected. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man three reference for all of those. <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I get that. But I think I have a different like appeal to that overall because ain't nothing made for tall people for real. So if you add tall and weight to it, it's like 
Now you got two strikes against you. Right. And that's just like functioning. I can't drive a Corvette. Like I can't just go to a car lot and be like, I like that car and then hop in it because it don't fit me at all. But, I, but I think I'm more so speaking about the way we treat each other. You know. Oh, you mean like person I mean, to person? I, I mean, okay. These are my views. These do not re represent the views of the Witty Committee or Smash Brothers Radio, but this is coming very much from Andy's Austin. I believe that we, in the process of self-loving, the self-loving attitude, sometimes we make excuses for being unhealthy. Mm -hmm. with, with having body positivity, we make excuses for being unhealthy. And although I am a fan of you loving the skin that you are in, chubby black girl, I am... I am 100% in favor of you loving the skin that you are in. But in life, we are always supposed to be reaching to become better versions of ourselves, as Portia just said. So love the skin you are in, but also look to improve that skin that you're in. Because there should never be a place where you are completely content with the person that you are, especially if you are moving and you intend on expounding in areas as you get older. Like you should never plateau, hit a plateau to, or a wall to where you're confident in where you are. Because there are a lot of things that happen to you when you reach a certain age. Your metabolism slows down. <laughs> Your metabolism slows down. All of a sudden you cannot handle some of the food that okay. you used to handle. You know, so... I find it very fascinating that we have two women that's sitting here that are saying, hey, their wives came from two totally different spectrums. Shanice Nicole says, hey, I, I was in a dark, depressive state, which means that we have to acknowledge the fact that your physical health and your mental health are conjoined. She was in a dark, depressive state, and it made her have to say, I have to do something different. Portia's why came from realizing something that was in her family and recognizing that a lot of this stuff is preventable. And if I intend on preventing or doing something about it, I need to start now, especially since I have a child. A lot of us need to pay attention to the link between mental health and physical health because, as Portia said earlier, black women are dying due to heart disease and black men aren't even making it past 50 due to our li their livers collapsing due to a lot of things and we have to take notice and make it prominent to say hey a lot of this comes from the way we actually cope with our stressors when you endure a stressful day at work a lot of your happiest moments is what am I going to eat when I get home what am I going to drink when I get home? What am I going to smoke when I get home? What am I going to partake in that's going to give me some level of happiness that's going to send endorphins running down my in my in my body to take me out of the element of misery that my nine to five has has resulted my my decompression period exactly. So we have to take and we have to take acknowledgement of the fact that a lot of the activity and a lot of the patterns that we are doing are aiding in are away. They're aiding in a lot of unhealthy balances. What I do love about the Change Plans program is it it offers you it offers you versatility and it offers you the ability to have 
different things that are centered around the person and what they need at that moment. It offers the versatility to make sure that people are able to get what works for them because if you can eat, but just make notice of what it is you're eating. Nobody says that eating isn't supposed to be an enjoyable process, but substitute that. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> I don't know about you talking about. Anywho, so what has, <laughs> what has been like the biggest difference for you in going from the person you were to the person that you are now? Like, what's like, oh, I'm not, like the thing you had to get used to, so to speak. Uh, one of the biggest things I had to get used to was the attention. Uh, because because I was so big, which is crazy, I was heavy and tall, I'm six foot one. So. Big fine. <laughs> yes ma'am. Six foot right. one, yeah. Stanley on. Black Stanley on. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, fuck you talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Black women coming all shapes and sizes. She fine. Put the piss back up. Put the piss back up. Put the piss back up so they can see. Let they see this. Come on. Put the piss back up so they can see. Fuck you talking about. Yeah. And she black. Dog. It's hell. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's some more to the tension coming along then. Yes. Like, yeah. As big as I was and as tall as I am, I always try to shrink myself mm -hmm. and hide from the attention. And I would always avoid people. And of course, when you're heavier, a lot of guys. I don't. I didn't get that much male attention. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are guys who are closeted dick women lovers, so they still wouldn't talk to you because they're ashamed that you did. They don't want their homeboys to know that they like big women. Right. Whatever. I don't understand that. But they pushed. <laughs> My bad. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's, that's you like what you like. Yeah. And so now that I look like that. Um, I get attention from all over the place, and sometimes I don't know how to handle it. Gorgeous. <laughs> Put it in their face. <laughs> let them see. Put the picture back up. Put the picture back up. Hold on. Put the picture back up. Come here. Yeah. Put it in their face. Yeah, put it in their face. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you hit that one on the head. Another bad. You hit that one on the head. Yeah, boom. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm getting used to it now. So, like, like, okay, now I know you, Portia, being vegetarian, that was like a completely different change rather than just eating healthy. Like, eating healthy is just making more conscious decisions. Mm -hmm. Being a vegetarian requires strategy. Like, you actually have to plan meals because you might be somewhere where you can't get nothing to eat because everything is meat. So, <laughs> well, how is that? Like, to somebody that might even be... It's not as difficult as people make it seem, especially, I'm going to say, within the past year, two years here in Birmingham, it's, it's gotten a lot easier. Yeah. I have, I don't know if it's because I'm vegetarian, I seek out those type of people. I have run across more people who are vegetarian and vegan. I've been vegan all week, or other just Wednesday, but still, I've been vegan all week. I haven't had any kind of milk products whatsoever. Explain the difference for the listeners, please. Um, vegetarians, um, there's something, oh God. Okay, so... <laughs> 
you have pescatarian people eat seafood. Yes. Typically, that's my diet. Like, and that's fairly easy. You can go, you go to McDonald's and get your fish fillet sandwich. Like, mm -hmm. real talk. It's not that hard. It's not that difficult. Um, then you have your ovo-lactose ovo vegetarian meats. Those are your vegetarian meat, and they eat plants, of course, obviously. And they also eat eggs and milk products. Mm -hmm. Ovo-lactose milk. And then you have your vegans. Vegans do not partake. Well, I'm going to say plant-based because I'm vegan. But anyway. So. <laughs> gang out here. <laughs> gang, gang with the vegans. Anyway, so. Y'all better uh, keep it cute on Portugal. Because we got guns, too. But, um, so, plant-based. Um, <laughs> 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 so, um, plant-based, they eat on obviously plants. They don't partake of any meat products, any honey, any byproducts on the animal that includes eggs and milk. Um, and then you have your vegans. Not only do they not partake of and, and ingest, you know, um, animal byproducts and animal meat, they do not wear it. They do not allow it in their house. They, it's, it's more of a ethical and moral Oh, so behind. these be the people that when people be fishing, they be saying you killing fish. And, yes. Oh, okay. Right. Y'all some hoes. <laughs> Y'all some hoes. Live and let live. The main thing is to claim, like you said. Mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, I eat at home. But it's <laughs> cheaper. If you want to go get um, a styrofoam green salad with barely anything on it for seven, eight dollars. You know, every day, three days after it's issue in your pocket. But for me and mine, you know, I'm going to go buy um, rice. And we're going to go buy pasta. I actually made some veggie pasta that was so good I had yesterday. I had to say, Lord, I want some man. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you just plan. You just make um, make your decision. It doesn't have to be expensive. Mm -hmm. Of course, if you go buy all the mock meat, all the fake meat. <laughs> Y'all out here with It's a word for that I'm not going to use right now. Y'all out here with these dildos and plastics. The mock meat and all the specialty fruits and all the specialty vegetables and all the extra stuff. Of course, you're going to be spending money. But if you go buy your base, get you an apple, orange, and bananas. Those are cheap. You go to Aldi, you go to Sprouts, you get those for the Lolo. Get you some grain. Those will ripping the grain. <laughs> Those will satiate you for majority. You know, a few hours, whatever. Make sure you get your protein. Make sure um, your beans. Beans. Mm -hmm. Sick of beans. <laughs> <laughs> I love beans too. I'm just bullshit. <laughs> I love beans. But yeah, so it's, it's not hard. It's just about planning, um, thinking about being conscious of what you're putting in your body. And that's what not you eating meat or not. It don't even matter. You need to think about what you put in your body because right. what you put in is what you get out. Right. Mm -hmm. so. Right. So, in in the event that somebody is considering going vegetarian or going vegan, like what's the the more glaring things that they need to be conscious of going into it? Um, I would say <laughs> this nigga eat meat. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I would say. The most important thing is to be aware of your calories. When I first started, I was sitting here like, okay, I'm just eat all these vegetables. I'm sitting up here shaking and wondering why I'm shaking. I, I'm not eating enough calories. My blood sugar dropping. I'm I'm tired. 
because I'm not putting enough energy in my body. Mm -hmm. So, and you have to eat a lot more being a vegetarian versus somebody who eats meat because um, meat is more calorie dense, mm -hmm. obviously, than um, vegetables and grains and stuff. So you have to be aware of your calories. Make sure you're getting enough calories. Um, like today, I had um, I had breakfast, I had lunch. I, I haven't even touched a thousand calories yet. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm gonna go home and go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no ham. ham. <laughs> <laughs> meatless, go. meatless ham. <laughs> you can't even go spam. Dang. Dang. Yeah, Lee. It's so all good. Though. The okay, and Angel, like, if from your perspective, like somebody that's just trying to get healthy, trying to diet and eat right, and they're not seeing results. They're considered like I want to. I'm, I'm inquiring about changing plan. Like, what's going to be the stark difference or things that you want them to notice going into that program? Uh, the first thing I do with anybody new that I uh, talk to, I give them health assessment. So it's like a list of a whole bunch of different questions about your current health. Do you have any diagnosis from a doctor? Do you have any deficiencies? Do you have trouble sleeping? Yeah. You have like a thyroid issue and all this kind of stuff. And if you don't know the answers to those questions, you need to go get them checked. Right. You definitely need to check with your doctor first to see, to make sure there's not any underlying issues going on. Uh, because a couple of years ago, I was actually diagnosed with a thyroid issue mm -hmm. that I probably had my whole life. I didn't know mm -hmm. until two years ago. So, and those underlying issues could sometimes be the cause of your weight. And it may not, well, half the time it is what you're eating, but it could also be something underlying, like thyroid issues, you could have inflammation in your body, you could just be full of water. Some people swell up and retain water, and that causes a lot of weight. <laughs> and that's uh -huh. So, yeah, I just go through those questions so we can figure out where to start. Right. Do you, is there a method that you feel comfortable recommending outside of diet and exercise? Like, I feel like a lot of people go into certain fat diets or they try to find out mm -hmm. what it was current. Like, uh, around the seas out because you're doing, you're doing keto and you, you can't even feel your legs. Like, I think a lot of, a lot of people, a lot of people are doing uh, ketogenic diets. A lot of people are, Trying certain lap band surgeries, like y'all out here drinking vinegar and water, and God. and that's it. <laughs> Starving yourselves and wondering why you still be. Yeah, here about to pass out, and the sun beating down on you because you done read in a, on online, and that ain't even what you need. Now you got all type of acid reflux and okay. shit because you done just kept you all you drinking is lime juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh god good. so like, out of all those new like where do those trends I feel like where do they not meet where does the rubber not meet the road at with them like, it's like yeah this is something that you can try it'll help you drop weight quick but what's the long term ramifications of most of them well they aren't long term first of all because they don't really last and a lot of times they don't last because it's hard for you to stick to right like diets fad diets they don't work because they don't last you need something that's a lifestyle change not just this quick fix i'm gonna not eat any carbs for a month i'm gonna be skinny right no. 
Right. It may work for the few pounds you're going to lose, but after that, because it's really hard to keep up. Right. But I, I suggest that people really look into these diets, do your own research, first of all, regardless of what I may tell you, what a doctor may tell you, because a doctor could misdiagnose you, and you out here on medication you don't need. Right. Um, do your research. Uh, look up all these things that you're taking, all these diets you're trying. Because uh, there are some people, they have certain things going on in their body that that diet may counteract with. Mm -hmm. And they don't need to be on that diet. Mm -hmm. um, so definitely do your own research. But other than that, just be more conscious of what you're putting in your diet, in your body. Um, obviously, cut out fried foods. Obviously. Um, beware of like processed carbohydrates and refined sugars. Now there's a difference between complex carbs and simple carbs. Complex carbs, I'm talking about like just bread, cookies, cakes, crackers, chips, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Junk food. Mm -hmm. Definitely cut that out. It's just real simple, small steps that you need to take for a healthier life. Cool. So, what about and can you be a person that, like let's say I want to just do a quick fix. I want to have surgery. And after surgery, I want to continue living the same lifestyle but just eat less. Like, what are some of the long-term, like, effects of doing it that way? Yeah, because like, someone mentioned, uh, Janita mentioned on the live earlier, like, portion sizing. Like, side, doing better portion sizes when you eat your meals. Mm -hmm. Well, it depends on what you're eating. Like, if you're out here eating Burger King and Pizza Hut, a smaller portion is not going to help you. Because you're still consuming all these bad things, these trans fats and sugars and all that stuff in your body. And it'll still build up over time. And what you really need to do is try to clean all of this stuff out. Now, portion sizing is good, um, especially even when you're eating healthy. You still need to watch your caloric intake and the portions that you're eating. You don't want to overeat. You don't want to stretch your stomach out because that'll cause some digestive issues that you don't need. Um, but portion sizing just with junk food, it, it doesn't work. Right. So, I mean, and in your experience, like, you having to kind of eat based off how you're going to eat and your child. Like, I now have to plan a meal that he can eat that he's going to like as well as myself. So, how do you, how do you, how do you walk that balance? Oh, okay. Gabe said he wanted hot dogs. Me and Gabe had vegan hot dogs. We on a bed, but you know, he ate them. <laughs> um, last time I made burgers at the house, um, we were at Aldi, and um, I picked up a pack of black bean burgers. He said he wanted burgers. Cool. Get the burgers. Get the black bean burgers. Come on. Okay, cool. Get them on. These are black bean burgers. They don't hamburgers. Okay, okay, cool. Go home, cook them. He ate them. Like, I understand there are picky children, and I, I do have to keep in mind. Deception. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, today. <laughs> yeah, today. Today, one, one bag, bag of chips. So, at the end of the day, although I understand children can be picky and they can be bossy and unruly and just... Children are children. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you are their parent. You are responsible for their health. Yes. So, as their parent, as the person responsible for their health, you should be the one who's saying, okay, my child needs to eat this. This is a healthier choice for my like. I don't want to say this because it's going to step on a quite a few people's toes. Say it and they've got some problems. Be here. And get with me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hopefully you say that. We're going to turn the camera. We got guns too. Keep it cute. You better shut okay. up. How can you literally sit there and say you love somebody, but you continuously provide them, like the most important portion of their life, of course, growth and health goes? You provide them with the things that deteriorate their health. Like they're like I forget what I was watching, but there are children who has high cholesterol before they hit puberty. That makes absolutely no sense. Why are they LDLs higher than mine? And you have before puberty. They don't even drink water. Do you oh, know? Wow. They don't know yeah. what drinking water is like. Look, like bear no mind, Anaya. Although Anaya does partake in drug food. But Naya knows nothing about juice for real, for real. Naya been drinking water since they say it's like, you know, hit one. Mm -hmm. Ain't no more milk. Get it water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> get it so water. So it, it, it boggles my mind when people are like, how can I get my kids? What's your problem? Right. Like, you the one <laughs> right. the plate. Like, until they hit that age where they can fix their own food and purchase their own food, it's on you, mom, dad. Like, and don't neglect your child or put them in a situation where when they grow up and become adults, now we have to sit down and look like, dang, you know, mom gave me all this junk food, now I gotta lose their weight because my blood pressure is high and my head be hurting and my back hurt and my feet hurt. Yeah. Like, you have to think about it in that manner. It's, it's not so much as appeasing my child. It's, nah, you can get healthy too. Right. Save your life. So, if, if there is like What's the hardest part to you? Like, what was the what was the the period of time where it was like, okay, this is gonna require more than just a decision to do it? That is now. <laughs> <laughs> is that because you just went into vegan week, no, or is it? No, no, no. When I say now, I'm talking about um, I'm gonna say the past six months, maybe. Like, and um, Shanice hit on it, like that's on it. Like I said, I lost 40 pounds, true, but I have also been at this weight for almost a year, like consistently. So, um, the, the most difficult part for me personally is consistency. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what to do, how to do it, when to do it. No portion size, I know what foods I need to eat, I know what exercise I need to do to grow with, and what exercise I need to lose with. However, implementing and consistently doing it on a everyday basis, consciously, Maintaining that motivation to continue doing it, that for me is the hardest part. Yeah. And you, Angel, like what's the, what, what was, what's uh, the? I would have to agree with Portia. Um, being consistent on a daily basis, because uh, there's so much that we do within our daily lives. And I know for me, uh, like you said, I know what to eat, how much to eat. You know, I got a whole nutrition business. Um, but like you said, I've plateaued and I've been at this weight for some time. 
Um, especially with dealing with the thyroid issue, that's one of my problems. But my main problem is stress. I feel like if I didn't have so much stress that I have to deal with and manage, I'd be skinny by now. <laughs> I really would. I would say that was probably one of the biggest things for a lot of us, like stressors and having to deal with your stressors and having to um, operate in a world that allows you to have some sort of need for convenience. Like everything needs to be a convenience thing where you just hurt, you need to hurry up and get a meal really quick. Like we're also, we're always in the hustle and bustle of things, especially if you have younger children and there are so many variables that lead you to doing something quick. Like I know a lot of people, myself included, we'll eat a great breakfast, we'll eat a great lunch, we'll snack because, you know, healthy snacks. Folks get hungry. And then, you know, you'll, you'll eat snacks because... Contrary to probably believe you guys, starving yourselves and not eating is not beneficial to you. Right. You you need to eat. <laughs> you need to eat. So we'll do yeah. that and then we will get hand. Yeah. I was agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need you need to eat and you need to be in a position to where you, you are constantly eating and we'll do that consecutively all day and we'll get home and we'll even have a, a nice dinner. So then, what happens at like 11 o'clock when you're still hungry and you just saw a commercial? <laughs> Buy one, get one. Buy one, get one. <laughs> Fourth meal from Taco Bell. Like, what happens when you get on your way home? You pass. On your way home, you pass by somewhere. It's normally your late night hunger spot. Yes. You pass by purple honey. Yeah, and you want to get you one of them little bagels, you know? So. Is for me, I think that's one of the biggest things that people, one of the biggest things that we run into with trying to get healthy is the convenience and the consistency part of it. You know, every last one of us knows that exercise is good. We all know that exercising is, is fine, all this, just to be healthy. A lot of us go into this health journey. Wanting to be skinny. Oh my mama cash. Not just wanting oh, my to my life be cash preach. Five dollar pizza. All yes, my I'm life. A whole, yes, a whole I'm, I'm, all right, five bucks. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. What you gonna eat with it? I'm just saying. What you gonna eat with it? I'm just saying. What you gonna eat with it? She don't eat well, meat. I can get a dollar thing of um, broccoli and roast that shit. What you mean? <laughs> See, your taste buds work counterintuitively to mine. <laughs> See, you can have rice have and broccoli on the plate. Meat. And that's gonna be good. I Me, I put rice and broccoli on the plate. Four, five, five, four, five what? Uh, for half price. I'm just saying that we talking about money. True. For the month. See, me. <laughs> I say this. I know for a fact that my meal prepping and your meal prepping are completely different. I find something I can eat for five days that I feel like don't have too much in it. Like I'll make spaghetti and put turkey in it rather than beef. Or I'll get, I make baked chicken, sweet potatoes, and broccoli or something. Like, I would do that, but it's the, okay, now I got to go find something else because I had this last week, I had that the week before. I don't want no spaghetti. I don't want no chicken. Now I got to find something else. I mean, variety is a difficult 
Obtaining variety when eating good is not difficult. It is going the extra mile to actually do it, which goes back into convenience. You know, finding alternatives for what you want is not the problem. Because there's a lot of food out here that you can substitute stuff with. It is a lot. Like, even doing something as simple as instead of eating candy, eating grapes. Like, it's certain things you can do that's going to be profitable for you. But what I'm saying is... You have to do that and stop making an excuse for it. Did you see what they covered? For nigga, for nigga. Look at what they covered. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it, but what they stupid? What a big stupid! Of course, I did be seeing gruel. Goddamn, <laughs> shit crazy. something that fits your lifestyle, bro. Like, a lot of the times, a lot of us don't be hungry. We just bored. Oh, my mama. A lot of us, we not hungry. We just bored. Ain't got nothing to do. I'm stressed out. We stressed out, exactly. Emotional bro. eating. Emotional oh, eating. I just I just found out that's a thing, like, two years ago. Yes. Had no idea. I mean, you got to think about it. Like, my introduction to mental health was my mother. So, I thought that the extenuating circumstances that came with most of the things dealing with stress or mental health related was stuff that kind of just happened to you. <laughs> not stuff that you actively did to yourself. Jamie so. said, meal of oats. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> okay. So, like, my, my hardest part was kind of realizing that whenever everything going awry, that I go and try to find out the convenience, like, okay, what I'm eating tomorrow. Let me go ahead and put this money aside so I eat this tomorrow and then plan this meal for later and plan this meal for that day. So I realized I'm already doing that in my head rather than eat. Like, the most triggering thing somebody told me is you eat to live. You don't eat for your pleasures or your comforts or just to be full. You eat to live. So if you need nourishment, you need sustenance, you need to eat. But outside of that realm, you eat too much. So once I, re- once I heard that, it was like, Okay, that's glaring. Because I see how often I eat and I'm not actually hungry. Right. And I mean, and also, like, there are people who are food addicts. You know, that is something that people deal with. That's how bulimia, you know, and and anorexic people, that's how all of that stuff materializes. Because if you're an alcoholic, okay, you don't have, everywhere you go, it's not going to have food, uh, not going to have liquor. Mm -hmm. You know, if you just out here with a spoon. You can get away from that run. You can get away from that old running boy. You can get away from that dog food. You can. <laughs> but if food. you have a food addiction, that sugar, that sugar, that more addictive than cocaine, huh? That white sugar. That white. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Sugar and caffeine are more addictive. Yes, yes. Sugar I'm and sorry, caffeine are are most addictive substances. Sugar is in everything. Yes, it's in absolutely everything. White bread. Sugar. Sugar. White bread, brown bread. All the bread. All the bread. <laughs> Gripping the grain. 
so I mean that's a lot like a lot of people do do a lot of emotional eating I think the biggest help for me because I'm an emotional eater I get upset I want some chocolate um Right, right before my lady come, I want some chocolate. I oh God! Sweet. I'm like, sorry. It's just like <laughs> I know for a fact I'm she gonna gone. eat it. Like it just gets you like you get on my nerves. She gone. I want something salty or I want something sweet. Yeah. But and I know personally for me <laughs> when I went through a breakup, diabetes. Like the, <laughs> diabetes. Like what? <when, laughs> One of the most helpful things for me was to actually run. Not necessarily, I didn't have any goals. I didn't have any like, oh, set miles, or I'm gonna run this speed, or blah, blah, blah. Just to get out, open air, go. Mm -hmm. Until I feel better and go on. Mm -hmm. That's dope. And like, that, like the endorphins that run a high is real. Mm -hmm. It really is. The energy that you get out, like, I'd be on a high for at least three, four hours after that. And then, you know, get tired. That's why folks be having sex. The naked. Okay. I'm by myself. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Speaking for the probably the one person in the room that has never experienced a runner's high whatsoever. No, I'm shouting. That's us. We we, we ain't never, we had, ain't run, never. had a runner's high. I got big breasts. We done been. <laughs> ain't it hurt? We done been high, but we ain't never had no runner's high. Huh? Okay. Two times. Two times. I'm gonna need a whole satchel on my cheek. <laughs> my bad, cool. I'm sorry. My my breasts look like elbows when you, you know what I'm saying. They should be like, yeah. and then you be be out here throwing them bowls like this, and drop bowls on just stupid looking. So I just you know, you know what I'm saying. You know we used to call them in elementary school. It was me and this dude named Jonathan Dion Haywood. I don't even know if he, if he ever find this video, it's gonna be funny. Dion Haywood. He used to call, and this is fourth fifth grade. He used Dion. to call women. I don't even I don't know. Like I ain't seen a man in tw like twenty years almost. But anyway. We used to call women with big breast secretaries, secretary titties. Yeah. Because every secretary that we knew in school, they had big breasts. Yeah, I can. Yeah, when I put glasses on, I look like I can do your taxes, and you believe it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I really do. I, I hide shit in my breasts. I But at any rate, uh, the, the runners have. <laughs> the uh, now, I, I've never experienced a runner's high ever in life. I hate running as as a whole. It, it I despise it. I loathe it. Like I really don't want no parts of it in my life at all, ever. Like I'm good. But y'all make y'all run, and whoever made him run getting a getting a tomahawk in the neck. Oh God, unfold them. Like now I know I can do it, yes, but I don't like it. Sure like can. I play basketball, I play football. I can't stand the fact of I don't like running. Me it, neither. It, it's point. Keep running. I don't like it. It just it, keep on running. I don't, Too much I had to do to be like, oh, I don't like doing it. Yes. And then not do something else. Yes. Like I, yes, but, I, I, I can go to a gym and like, work so out. Like that's like that's that's not a hard part to me. It's like just actually getting outside and like let's go run. Have know? sex. Okay. The naked. <laughs> the naked. The naked. Just do something. I mean, seriously though. The common thread between getting healthy is finding what works for you. As as Shanice said earlier, like 
find what works for you. What works for this person may not work for you, but and as Portia said, we cannot continue to make excuses for the stuff that we are doing because the excuses are creating barriers towards a better life before a change, changing and making a plan that works for you. Like if you may not like running, you may not like it, but as Portia just said, there are several different things that you can do. There are options. You might not like broccoli. Satan. You might not like broccoli. <laughs> but... <laughs> there are things that you can eat that you you need to be we need to be more cognizant of the things that we are eating and the behaviors that we are engaging in that is actually putting us on a downward swing you know to health find what works for you don't just say this doesn't work and then don't move because then you'll be stuck mm -hmm. what I want to know Shanice is like you have Shanice brought us a lot of stuff. She brought us juice. She just oh my mama my no my bingo. I'm saying you still got yours because I got some water over here. Okay, I got, I got some water. I'm all in your business. You in my business? The nickets. The nickets. Hashtag. Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh. I want I want everybody to see what you just pulled out. Over Wait, here. this is bae. That's yeah. Yeah. Keep running. It ain't it ain't empty though. No, it's halfway though. Okay. I got I still gotta go exercise, so you know you Oh, so you gonna okay, so you gonna finish that for the end of the night. Real gangster. Okay. Real you real lab give a fuck about some calories. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga water. <laughs> but I want to know, like, when people we talked about, you know, you usually running like a diagnostic test and a uh, bunch of questions, asking folks, you know what I'm saying? What's, the fluid load. You ain't your fluid. <laughs> but he said when he run, Girl, if he I'm run too it. long, he check engine like on me. <laughs> so I, I'd like to know, like, is this the first product that you give them? Like when people say that they're gonna like, what does the change? What does change of plans offer? Like you do meal prepping. Like what all do you do? Because you gave us some lovely detox water things like that. So I would like to know exactly what all do you cater to? I do a whole lot. So everything you need for weight loss, health, and nutrition, I do it pretty much. Um, so I do the detox juice and the detox water. You know, they're quick, easy to grab on the go, but I also do like full detox plans. I have a 10-day detox, 21-day detox. Um, with the 10-day detox, you go from liquids back to solids. So like the first three days, you'll do like the juice and stuff that you're drinking now. And <laughs> Is one take going off in the car? Why is one take on me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. My bad. Okay, okay. Refocus. But, <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> Thank you, girl. But, um, so yeah, the first few days you do the juice and the detox water. And then after that, you'll add in like soups and smoothies. And then after that, you'll eventually be back on like broccoli, steamed rice, and baked chicken stuff like that because mm -hmm. most of the time people think a detox is starving yourself right which it's not it's not supposed to be you're supposed to be putting stuff in your body that's going to flush out the bad stuff right and replacing it with the good stuff 
You should never ever actually starve yourself unless you're fasting uh, for intermittent fasting reasons or spiritual reasons if that's what you're doing it for. Uh, but you should definitely be monitored by your doctor because I don't need nobody out here passing out. Y'all gonna seize out out here trying to use that sage. Talking about some damn... Alright. That's okay. another episode. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I do the full detoxes. I do juice cleanses where it's just juice. For however many days you need it, you'll get five bottles of either detox water, smoothie, or detox juice. And you'll have five bottles of those per day of your juice cleanse. I had somebody do it for one day. I had somebody do it for 21 days. So it's right. I said, girl, that's that sounds sound like a lot. But yeah, like, it was a lot, and she did it. God bless her. So it's really up to you and what your body needs. Um, I also do meal prepping, um, and I do it based on what your body needs. I have um, clients that are recovering from cancer. I have clients that are trying to get off diabetic medication. I have clients with autoimmune disorders. So it's not just healthy food. It's healthy food, but it serves a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, and it's good too. So, um, I also partner with a couple of personal trainers. Um, if you're ready to get out there, get your runners high like Portia, and get you going. Uh, let's see. I also do gluten-free baking. So, after I was diagnosed with my thyroid disorder. It's a trendy word too. Gluten-free. Gluten gluten <laughs> yeah, I hear a lot of that. <laughs> I have no idea I what gluten a lot is. Of that. Okay, so gluten is um, a protein that's actually found in wheat. So anything made out of wheat or flour has gluten in it. So that's bread, cakes, cookies, all that stuff. And they make a lot of different gluten free flours. So you can make flour out of anything. They have coconut flour, they have yes. almond flour, which is literally just ground up almonds. Yeah. So in, what, what does gluten do to the body, actually? It's, um, gluten is an inflammatory food, um, so I suggest everybody, honestly, to get away from all foods that are considered inflammatory, so. <laughs> <laughs> you still have your pasta, your veggie pasta, and I know some people are like, I gotta have my gluten, and they think. <laughs> is the gluten gonna make our glutes big, Portia? Okay. Okay. And say, that, say that one more time for the people that's listening. What what can help your glutes? <laughs> what can help your glutes? What about the naked? Can the naked help? Can, can we can we get to the glutes? <laughs> what about what if I'm going in? this in before we got, I thought it was going to be a quick answer. That's why I was like, let me get. I mean, your ass is a muscle. Uh -huh. yeah. It's the same way you build biceps. It's yeah. the same way you build your chest. It's the same way you build But I don't want no hard dude, though. <laughs> it ain't going to be hard. No, okay. Still gonna yeah, because mine, mine ain't big, but it's jiggle, though. Yeah. That's why I said it's the same way you build biceps. It's the same way you build your chest. It's the same way you build your chest. 
See how real that came out. <laughs> That's some real shit. I man. love that motherfucker. <laughs> lift that. You lift that shit. <laughs> next time. I need this on the shirt. <laughs> you lift that shit. And then the next time, you, you lift, lift some more for the naked. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now segue back. So, gluten is a, an inflammatory food. So, mask, cut, uh, cut. The word I'm looking for. It's not consummation. That's 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 something completely different. That's the name. <laughs> Mass consumption. There we go. Of gluten, the dough. Like, is it like? Is it as bad as sugar is? As far oh, yeah. as, it's almost as bad as sugar. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Definitely. Um, there are some people out there who have gluten allergies. There are some people that have an autoimmune disorder called celiac disease who cannot eat at all. It will mess them up. Like, they'll eat a piece of bread and next thing you know, they're trying to run to the bathroom and squirt something out. Oh. So, <laughs> now, me, I have a gluten sensitivity. Uh-huh. Um, with uh, my thyroid disorder, that's how I ended up with the gluten sensitivity. And it makes my joints hurt. Sometimes my hands will swell up. It makes my hair fall out sometimes. Uh, it just, it really just makes my body hurt. Uh, so that's what the inflammation from it does to me, and it may do the same to other people. Huh. I see. So now, I mean, for everybody that's listening, that's heard all the wonderful things that you said, and they now feel comfortable with, like maybe I should make a change, or maybe there are things I need to pay attention to. How do they get in touch with you, first and foremost? Uh, you can find me on social media on all platforms: that's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. At Shanice Nicole, that's C H A N I C E N Y K O L E. Um, those are all my personal platforms. You can find me on Instagram for my Change of Plans page. It's Change O Plans Health. So that's that on Instagram, and it's Facebook.com slash Change O Plans. You can drop all of that inside of the comment section um, so people can see, so people can be aware, because Inside of our community, you guys, we do have to make some plan changes. We do need to be more cognizant of our health and what we're doing. Not only for ourselves, but if you have children that you care about, as Portia said, we are responsible. We have to be responsible for guiding them in a way to make healthy decisions because it's easier to teach them when they're young than to try to make a vast different change. Because look at, the, look at how... We're having to retrain our minds and thinking about our relationships with food. You know, growing up, Thanksgiving and all these different, th all these different. Like, look at the movie Soul Food. I'm tired of the same food that killed Big Mama. We sat up here and ate it. <laughs> at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie. Jesus. Big Mama got a leg cut off, and we just out here doom, doom, doom. Can we, are we gonna open the vein? Or are we gonna say that for next time? Do -do -do -do. Are we gonna talk about chitlins? Hog oh, mogs, 
pig's foot, pig ears, chicken feet. Are we going to discuss this now or we want to leave this for the next we time? We're discussing that on part two. Okay, bet. Stay tuned. <laughs> now, Portia, uh, I know you do a lot of things that are cognizant of black women and mothers, like all the run groups and stuff that you're a part of. Like, how, how do you recommend people get in tune with people that can help them or accountability partners and things of that nature? Um... I know that, okay, what started me off, um, shout out to Miss um, Bernadette Payne, I don't know if anybody knows her, um, Zach, but, oh, okay, but okay. Um, she put me on to Black Girls Run Birmingham. Yeah. A group of black women, not not all of them, but, but you just, it's targeted towards black women. Because I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and the black and I'm black, y'all. But it's for all women, all women all right. join. And basically, they meet up. They go running. They you find accountability partners, build a sisterhood. Um, I have one, two, three, four people out of um, that particular group that I still associate with today. Although I'm not as active as I used to be, um, that's what got me into 5K. That's what got me into running. That's what got me into moving and losing weight um, initially. Um, also, there's what is it called? Girl Trek. T-R-E-K. That's also another group. Um, they do have a Birmingham chapter chapter uh, where you can reach them as well. Um, basically, just go out there and look for stuff. And once it's kind of like it's a domino effect. Once you start getting associated with this one particular group, then you're like, oh, okay, here goes so-and-so. Oh, okay, here goes so-and-so. Um, a homegirl, Tanika, I love dancing and shaking my titties. So, um, Tanika... Uh, she is a dance instructor and she does um, mixed it. I mean, you should go on Thursday. It's free for your first time. She said oh, it's free. Is, is, for your is, first is, time. is this when the women get together and they be dancing? Okay. <laughs> I might, she got a lot of ass, y'all. I might show up. I, ain't yeah, gonna, I, ain't I told y'all that. No, she can't do that. She can't do that. But, um, and also, like, um, Railroad Park. I'm a big fan of Railroad Park. Monday through Friday, they are always doing something for free. At 6 o'clock, there's absolutely no excuse. Most people are off by six. So just go there. Go outside, bring your water, dance, run, whatever they're doing, yoga, the whole nine. It's free. Like, you just have to look for it. Um, um, Anderson. Very shallow. I know. I'm so awesome. I'm on my hand. I'm on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> he used to play basketball. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, he um, he actually offered uh, some free online classes that I'm um, courses that I'm doing now. Like I'm following him as far as um, working out and everything with that. Um, he's a personal trainer. He's offering online courses. Y'all should go look him up. I tag him on there somewhere eventually one day. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. there you go. so it's, it's just a lot of people in our community. We have two new, um, two new gyms, black owned, um, that just opened up within the last three months, maybe. Um, one of them just opened up this past weekend. Another one opened up, um, about, I want to say a month ago. Being driven fitness. I don't know if you know about that. You mm-hmm. heard the other one, Grindhouse. Grindhouse. Those are two. Like, it's so many opportunities for you to work out. There are so many ways you can do so. There's Gauntlet Fitness, there's Kickboxing, um, April Max, she's one of those people who does that. Like, 
I'm like I'm dropping names of people who real life is out here changing lives along with Shanice that doing this because they love doing it and doing it because they love people. Yes. Like so it's it's it, there's no excuse not here in Birmingham. There's too many people that's out here doing it for the free or for the low. So you can't say you ain't got no money. In other words, Otherwise, there are resources. Are you comfortable with people reaching out to you on social media to find some of these avenues? Oh uh, yeah, I so, mean, so yeah, you can yeah. okay. plug your so you can plug your social media. Yeah. Okay, um, I am Portia Oaks. Very simple. Both. Um, <laughs> on um, y'all can meet her ass too. No. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Portia. No. Sorry, Portia. I get to look at you this time. That is unavailable. I mean, y'all could just say hey to it. I mean, no. ain't like y'all gonna be no. no. Okay, don't say hey to it, but no. you gonna see it. <laughs> That is rude. That is rude. I'm sorry. Just look, cause you gonna you can't miss it. <laughs> I can't stand her. Okay. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm Portia. I'm always on with the committee on coming. I'm me and Bear go back and forth all the time. Anyway, so game. you gonna, you gonna see me? That's I'm game. Gonna, that's game. Ain't hiding. That's sis. That's sis. Yo, that's game. Do so, not fuck with Portia. I'm talking all that shit about Portia, but please keep it cute. Please, hold please. On, hold on. Hold please. on. Hold on. Please, everybody, please keep it cute. But can get what? We got guns too. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't roll with it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, like anytime I'm doing anything for the free or for the low, um, I just I post it. Hey. You um, meet me we, at Railroad Park, bring your ass. I call you 99 because whenever you promote something, you tag 99 people. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And that's very that's dope. The that's dope. Uh, that's, I would do more. That's but dope. I like it. To the max. Yeah, man. Hey, y'all, we appreciate y'all for kicking it with us and watching this. Thank our guests, two extremely dope, beautiful black women inside of our community that are putting out information to help you make the steps. Make some first steps. Like, even if no one is expecting you to be, you know, Billy Blanks at this bitch on day one. But do do Chuck Norris, Keanu Reeves. We're not expecting you to be, you know, out here at the top of your... Just do what you can. Do what you can, as as she said, you know, progressive overload. Start here. And then lift some more. And then lift some more. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... Do what you can. Do what you do, but watch my shoe and dance with your boo. But watch my shoes. Leave my shoes out Dance. You can get loose, but watch my shoes. Still, I rise. All right. We are going to cut out, but uh, before we go, stay tuned for one more word for a sponsor of ours. It has been another edition of Witty Witties. Witty Witties. Witty Wednesdays. Who Jesus Christ. Witty Witty Witty. Witty Witty Witty. Ain't nothing wrong with the Nickers, baby. This has been another edition of Witty Wednesdays. I'm your big homie, Bear Brown, and this is the always authentic Annie's Austin. The Vivid Boys. We appreciate y'all. Y'all be good. Bye. Stay with it. Bye. What's going on, bro? What's going on?
Okay, it stops. Okay. <laughs>